What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. Today, I'm going to be talking about some of the riskiest players going into the 2021 season. So these are guys that I think are going to be drafted pretty highly, but carry a lot of risk with them. And in my opinion, if I'm taking a guy in the first couple rounds, I would really want that guy to be a pretty safe pick. I want to know what I'm getting from them. Because if you miss on a guy in the first or second round, it's going to be really tough to overcome that. You kind of want to take those shots at riskier players later in the draft, those guys who have that really high upside. You know, if you're getting your third or fourth receiver and you want to take a shot, I support that. But I don't want to be taking big risks super early on because that's where you're supposed to be able to get those consistent top level fantasy producers. So let's get into it. The number one guy I have on this list is Deshaun Watson. And there's a whole lot going on right now. He has the uncertainty with his allegations. We don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, he might not even be in the NFL after this. So you obviously don't want to draft a guy who may not even be playing. But I think the issue here also is that if he's somehow cleared from all of this, it does seem less likely that he gets traded from the Texans. Because prior to all these allegations coming out, they were in talks with the Bears. They were in talks with the Broncos and talks with the Panthers about trading for Watson. But now all this stuff has come out, and I mean, all of that is done. They just have to hold on to him and hope this all clears up. And you've also seen all those trade destinations kind of move on from him. Bears went out, they signed Andy Dalton. Panthers just traded for Sam Darnold. The 49ers were in on it. That would have been a great fit, honestly. The 49ers would have been crazy with Deshaun Watson. But the 49ers move on. They trade up to that number three pick. They're obviously going to pick a quarterback there. So Deshaun Watson's options are looking pretty limited. And he's a fantastic quarterback, but if he has to stay on that Texans roster, that is going to be brutal. Will Fuller left, and you basically have a deteriorating offense. This team is not looking super bright. But if all this stuff somehow clears up and Deshaun Watson gets traded in a good position, I will be back on his hype train. But if you're drafting right now, there's no way I'm drafting Deshaun Watson within the top 10 quarterbacks. There's just so much uncertainty there, and it's just not something I want to touch right now. The next guy I'm going to talk about is David Montgomery on the Bears. David Montgomery was likely a championship winner for a lot of guys last year. He had that nice schedule at the end of the year. He was a top trade target for people and he lived up to it. He went crazy at the end of the year, but I just do not see him returning to this form. Tariq Cohen is back from injury and that really limits David Montgomery in the receiving game. Last year when Cohen was on the field, Montgomery only caught two balls per game with Cohen out. That number doubled to four receptions per game. And so that definitely increased David Montgomery's ceiling, especially in PPR and half PPR formats. And also the Bears just went out and they brought in Damian Williams. Damian Williams is not a scrub. He is probably one of the better backup running backs in the NFL. People forget that just in 2019, he was almost the Super Bowl MVP. So he's not a bad running back. And I do think he's going to cut into David Montgomery's carries. Montgomery's still going to be the number one. But I think you have a Bears offense that's not going to be great. You have a good receiving option and another solid backup running back. And so I just don't see David Montgomery's ceiling being there. And you know, there's obviously variance on where David Montgomery is being drafted, but I'm seeing him ranked and drafted at times ahead of Edwards Lair, Dobbins, Sanders, and Robinson, guys like that. I would take all those guys over David Montgomery. I feel like I know what I'm getting. They have higher ceilings. And I think David Montgomery is a candidate to be a guy who just never really has that high ceiling game. He may average 12, 13 points per game, but he's never going to win you a week. And that's just not a guy I want to be my running back to. All right, the next guy on this list is Michael Thomas. 
and Michael Thomas was basically coming off a unreal year, a career year for fantasy and for the NFL. In 2019, he averaged 23.4 PPR points per game, which that was league winning. But then in 2020, he basically sucked. He dealt with injuries, he got suspended by the Saints, and when he was on the field, he was not playing well. And so his fantasy value definitely took a hit, but I still see him being drafted in the second round and early third, and I just don't really like him at that value. I don't think he had the same upside he did without Breeze. I mean, Breeze was hitting him on those slants all the time. He was Breeze's workhorse as a receiver, and with Winston, Hill, them kind of doing that quarterback split, I just don't see that being there. I don't trust Jameis as much as I trusted Drew Brees. And I think Taysom Hill is going to vulture a lot of those red zone touchdowns. And so I'm just not liking where Michael Thomas is being picked. And I think he has a decent shot at flopping again this year. The last guy I'm going to talk about is Ryan Tannehill on the Titans. And Tannehill is a guy that I really like. I think he's a good NFL quarterback. And he's a guy that I was really high on going into the 2020 season. But I feel like that hype is kind of caught up to him and it's almost overblown now. This offseason, the Titans lost Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and Jonu Smith. And they've only brought in Josh Reynolds. So Tannehill had a crazy impressive 2020. He averaged 21.5 PPR points per game. But I mean, losing all those options, you can really only go down from there. He's currently being ranked ahead of Brady, Stafford, and even Hurts in some people's rankings. And I just can't understand how that's even possible. You have Brady coming back with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, all those weapons. And he's going to have an offseason this year. He already showed out at the end of last year. And you're telling me that you think Ryan Tannehill with only AJ Brown is going to outperform Brady. You have Stafford going to the Rams with Sean McVay. He now has Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and then Hertz has insane rushing upside. So I just don't really see how I'd be drafting Tannehill over any of these other guys. And so that's why I think he's a risky pick at his current ADP. All right, those are my thoughts on some of my riskiest players at the moment. This could definitely shift throughout the offseason. You know, I've given some scenarios about how these things could change. But right now, these are guys that I will not be looking to draft at their current ADP and are guys that I think are pretty risky for the 2021 season. So let me know your thoughts in the comments. If you enjoyed this video, if you could like and subscribe, that would really help me out a ton. Thank you all so much for watching. See you next time.